0: The Dr. Ray Podcast is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio. Here's today's monologue with Dr. Ray Burendi. Dreams. The Bible talks about dreams. God uses dreams to send messages to people. Very common. So obviously there is something about dreams that are more than just neurological storms. Or are they? If God's not using them. Psychology has always been interested in dreams, dream interpretation, and it's got its roots back with Freud. Freud called dreams the royal road to the unconscious. What he meant was that while you were asleep your psychic defenses were weak, and what would happen is your your passions, your conflicts, your your gurgling psyche would pop through. Pop through. And if you told this dream to your analyst, the analyst could analyze the dream and tell you what it all meant. And then we'd find out what your hidden conflicts are. Not too many people practice Freudian psychoanalysis anymore, but there is still a fascination with dreams. What do they mean? What are they? Are they interpretable? Can you take a dream and say, this is what it means for my psychological, emotional, social, behavioral struggles? In a short phrase, probably not. Dreams are mysterious, and I hope Jimmy Aiken does one on mysterious world. I know he's done one on sleep. Dreams take place most of the time in a certain stage of sleep. It's called REM sleep, rapid eye movement. Your eyes kind of jiggle back and forth when you're in this stage of sleep. And you spend, you probably spend a total of maybe an hour and a half a night in REM sleep. You get more toward the morning. That's why people say, I dream more toward the morning. Yeah, you do. But what actually makes up the substance of your dreams? Probably stuff you're preoccupied with. Things that you have thought about before you went to bed. One of the nightmares I have, and it recurs, I have it all the time. I'm in college, and I didn't study. Matter of fact, I didn't even go to class, and I can't drop the course because there's only two classes left, and we're having the final. And I have no idea what the course is about, and there's the final, and I know I'm going to flunk. And that's the dream, and it keeps happening over and over. I saw a movie once, it was a spoof movie, where the guy was chained up as a prisoner. And it was a terrible, terrible environment, and he was in tremendous pain. And he fell asleep, and he had one of these college dreams. He woke up, all shook up, and then he was so relieved, because it was only a dream as he sat shackled next to a wall in a dungeon. <laughs> he was relieved that he was not back in college. Rather, he was a prisoner. <laughs> People will say, can you sin in a dream? No. Because you don't have the will component. You, you may do things in your dream that would be sins if you did them in your real life. And then here's the question. Does that mean you want to do them in your real life? Is that is that where Freud is right? that you're, That your gurgling passions are poking through while you're asleep, and in fact this is really what you would like to do, but you won't do it because you don't want to get caught? Not really. No, no. The dream content is still kind of mysterious, and why do you dream some of these things that you dream? Now, there would be a way that could probably make that sinful. That would be if you hope that when you fall asleep, you could have a dream where you're doing some pretty sinful things in your dream, and you would relish that. Now, that could make a little bit of cooperation on your conscious part with this dream. But short of that, you can't be held accountable for what goes on in your neurological structure. The people who study the brain say, what is it? Why do we dream? Why do we have to dream? A lot of theories. One of my favorites is that it's kind of like a cleaning house. You're getting rid of a lot of neural connections that just don't belong up there. I don't know. I have no idea. And we're not really far enough in our technology to really pin that down. Makes for great fodder for understanding dreams, doesn't it? Dreams are mysterious things. God apparently has used them. Psychology's fascinated with them. Of course, psychology is fascinated with rats, too. So if you like rats and dreams, be a psychologist. But in fact, they're just some aspect of our brain wiring, our brain chemistry, that seems to go a little haywire at night. And there's there's a lot of wrong notions surrounding dreams. Let me just give you one. If you're falling off a cliff and you hit the ground, that means you're dead. No, it doesn't. I've hit the ground before, and it hurts, but it hurts in the dream. You know, I wake up feeling my body parts I'm thinking, man, oh man, I still got these bones intact, and then I realized I fell out of bed. You know the other things dreams do i gotta I gotta let you guys go here, but uh the dreams incorporate. The stimulation of your surrounding. Let's say, for example, your alarm goes off and you're in a REM period of sleep. So you hear something, for example, in a neighborhood and it sounds like a fire alarm. And you're thinking, where's that fire alarm coming from? You wake up and you hear your alarm. That happens a lot. People incorporate the stimulation around them into the dream. More of Doctor Ray's monologues can be found on his website, drray.com. Manologues, as well as full-length programs of the doctor is in, can be heard at aveMariaRadio.net and ewtn.com/radio.